The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I am going, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, 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 A Greek philosopher by name Heraclitus once said that the only thing that is constant in life is change. Life and everything in it is subject to change and transformation. For instance, we are gradually moving from summer to winter, which of course for me is not my most favorite season, and I believe also to some of you that is the same thing. But we don't have much to do about it. We just have to accept it the way it comes. So change is everywhere around us. Change is inevitable. Even in our relationship with Jesus, in our journey of faith, change is always there. We are either moving forward or we are moving backwards. It's either we are progressing spiritually or we are not progressing. So change definitely is inevitable. But the question that comes to mind or the question we should ask ourselves is, what kind of change are we making? What kind of change are you making? Are you making a positive change or are you making a negative change? Are you changing from bad to good, or are you changing from good to bad? Are you changing from being a righteous person to becoming an unrighteous person, or are you changing from being an unrighteous person to becoming a righteous person? This is, or these are the questions we should ask ourselves. And both the first reading and uh, the gospel reading invite us to a positive change of hearts. They invite us to repentance. They're inviting us to have a sober reflection of our lives 
and to listen to the voice of the Lord calling on each and every one of us to have a positive change of hearts. In the first reading taken from the prophecy of Ezekiel, Ezekiel says, When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commits sin, he shall die for it. But when a wicked man turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right, he shall save his life. And so, if you are a righteous person, you are encouraged this day to remain righteous. If you are a good person, if you are a good man or a good woman, you are encouraged this day to as much as possible to remain being the good person you are. Whether people appreciate you for being good or not is immaterial. Whether people appreciate your goodness, it doesn't matter at all. We must continue to try to do good and to be good at every point in time. Someone once said that charity has grown cold because of the wickedness of men. Charity has grown cold because of the wickedness of men. Sometimes people don't want to do good because over time people have paid them evil for the good they did. And sometimes we don't want to do charity because we have uh, received you know, evil you know, as a reward for the good we have done. So we are encouraged to remain steadfast, to remain the good persons we are, you know, despite the, the reward we get for it. And also someone said that uh, we should not, or you should not at any point in time, try to drown that person who taught you how to swim. Or you should not at any point in time try to bite the finger that has fed you. Because sometimes we are good at uh, repaying evil for the good that has been done to us. And if you have experienced that at any point in time, the Lord is telling you to remain being good because your reward is always great in heaven. And in the gospel reading, Jesus puts before us a parable of a man who had two sons. And he said to the first son, Son, you go and walk in my vineyard. And the first son said, I will not go. But after perhaps a sober reflection of his life, he had a change of mind and he went and obeyed the voice of his father. The same way Jesus obeyed the voice of God as recorded in the second reading, that though he was in the form of God, he emptied himself obeyed the voice of the Father, and he came down on earth to die for you and I. And the parable continues that this man went to the second son and told the son, Son, you go and walk in the vineyard. And the second son said, Yes, sir, I will be there. I will go. And unfortunately, he did not obey the words or the voice of the Father. He did not go. And Jesus asked them, which of these two sons did the will of the father? And of course, they said, the first son. This parable, of course, is for the religious leaders. And by extension, this parable is for all of us who are Christians, who have at one point in time vowed or made promise to obey the voice of Christ, but have turned right away to disobey him. This parable is for you and I who have said yes to the voice of Christ 
and have turned right away to disobey the voice of Christ. We all, by the virtue of our baptism, have said yes to Jesus. We have said yes. We have promised him, you know, in our baptism, we promise to renounce Satan. We have promised him to renounce Satan. We have promised him to renounce the works of Satan. We have promised him that we are going to, we are going to keep his commandments. Is it possible that we have turned around to disobey the commandments, to disobey him like the second son did? Of course, some of us also, on our wedding day, we said yes to our spouse. You said yes to her. You said yes to him. You vowed to love her for the rest of your life. And you promise to honor him for the rest of your life. Till death do you part. How far is that love? Is it possible that you have turned around to break that vow, to break that promise you made before God at the altar of God? And we have also, from time to time, we have made other promises to God. Sometimes we promise him, oh, if you listen, if you answer my prayer, I am going to do this. If you solve this problem for me, I will be going to church every Sunday. And this prayer is answered. And Jesus will be the one to start begging you to come back to church. So we are called today to reflect over our lives. What are those promises that we have made? What are those times that we have said yes to Jesus? Are we keeping to those promises? Or have we turned, have we turned around to disobey him? The good news for you and I is that the Lord has given us an opportunity to repent. He has given us an opportunity to have a change of hearts. He has given us an opportunity to listen to his voice and to go back to that vineyard that he has called us to. The same story we have of the prodigal son, that this son, of course, went far away from the father, took his possession, and went far away from his father. But there came a time when he said to himself, Oh, I have sinned against heaven and against earth. I am going back to my father. I am going back to say, Father, forgive me, I am sorry. This is the attitude that Jesus is calling on each and every one of us to emulate. And at those point in time that we have refused to go to the vineyard that he has instructed us to go, that we must return and say, Lord, we are sorry for what we have done. And of course, the Lord is not interested in your past. The Lord is not interested in how many times you told him that you would do this and you did not do that. You failed. The Lord is not interested in how many times that you have failed to fulfill the promises you made to him. The Lord is not interested in how many times you refused to go to the vineyard. For me, I believe that what the Lord is concerned about is your decision, the ability for you to make a firm decision today to say, today I am going back to my father. That is what the Lord is interested in. Remember the story of the Ninevites when the Lord sent Jonah to go and preach to them for the sins that they have committed. They, of course, recognized that they have sinned and they started putting on sackcloth and they started making an act of contrition. And when the Lord saw their efforts, when the Lord saw the decision that they made to return to him, the Lord 
did not carry out the planned disaster that he wanted to carry out upon them. So, my dear friends in Christ, we are called today, we are challenged today to listen to the voice of the Lord, calling on each and every one of us to repent, calling on each and every one of us to reflect and to recognize the times that we have failed to keep to the promises that we have made to God and to those promises we have made to humanity. May the Lord continue to bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen.